Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Settle down, get comfortable, get ready, because you are about to listen to season three, episode two of the Insider Scoop series. So, a quick reminder this is the series where we interview members, graduates, and our team here at BU to shed some light into what personal development and well being actually looks like in the real world. These are first-hand accounts and stories that are inspiring, empowering, and thought-provoking. And today's episode is no exception to that rule. I'm incredibly grateful to be joined today by none other than one of our coaches here at BU, Jess Buser. So Jess and I speak throughout this episode about her journey from being in the PT industry to becoming a coach, but also starting with self and what personal development and well-being looked like to her as she took those first steps into growing and upskilling as an individual and then eventually as a leader in this industry. We talk about how personal development and well-being has helped her as a parent as well as shaped the relationships with the people around her. We talk about her values and how she uses them as guiding lights to help make decisions in life. And we get real and honest about making shifts and changes in your life and how you know when the right time is to actually make change. It's an incredible interview and a very inspiring episode that I cannot wait for you to listen to. But before we jump into it, I will give you a quick little cheeky reminder that if you've been listening for a while, it means the world to us if you subscribe, review, and share this podcast. So if you're listening on Spotify, hit that subscribe button. You'll be notified when new episodes come out. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, writing us a review or leaving us that five stars, ideally both, is a fantastic way to support the show. It does help us make sure more people can hear this and more people learn these valuable, valuable skill sets to help them live a life of thriving. Now, with that said, thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate you putting your time into investing in your knowledge and yourself. And please join me in welcoming Jess to the show. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Coffee. Thanks for that, Dan. But seriously, if you guys haven't checked out Monkey Brew, make sure you do so via the links in the show notes. Okay, first and foremost, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much welcome for having me. Welcome to the me. podcast. <laughs> I'm particularly excited about this one for a couple of reasons. I think one is because it's not often that we get to have one of the team on the show. You know, we've got this mini series on the show now, which you're on right now, the Insider Scoop, where we interview people who've either gone through a personal development journey or they're starting their journey or they're some way along that journey and just get their really raw insights into what personal development and well-being actually looks like in the real world, not just on social media. And I think it's really exciting when obviously we get to highlight members' journeys and graduates' journeys, but then to then take that as well and highlight and share the experience of our team and our coaches and it's really humanizing. It reminds people that just because we're coaches doesn't mean we're some, you know, know all all seeing gurus. It gives us the space to really go, Hey, yes, I'm, I'm teaching in this space. I'm educating, I'm empowering, but I'm also learning and I'm growing and I'm developing. And I think with your story in particular, we're talking about this just before we started the show. Um, I think it's quite an exciting story because it's a real life first-hand example of one of our ethoses here at BU of making an impact starting with self. 
because you obviously didn't just come into the team straight away as a coach. Mm. You started all that time ago as a member yes. here at BU. So talk to us about that. Rewind the tape for us. Take us back to oh Jess goodness. a few years ago. Yeah. She's really at that sort of starting stage of that journey. Take us back to Jess then. <laughs> what a great question. I feel like that's a huge banger. And I probably could talk about that like for ages. But yeah, if I rewind the tape and I look back um, at where I was before I started with BU as just a client, I feel like that version of me just felt really lost, um, totally uh, run by her thoughts and mm. also her feelings and probably didn't take a lot of emotional responsibility for her life either. Um, and she was just in a space where I guess she really wanted to grow and find something more meaningful in life. Mm. Um, and to do that, um, my past self realized there were lots of blockages in my mind emotionally, which obviously could have been influenced from past experiences. But I really felt like back then there was just something stopping me from shining really bright. Mm. And I was a PT and I've been a PT for like 10 years. And I think where I am right now in the present moment was what I was trying to achieve in that physical mm. space. But there were certain areas where I guess I couldn't express that. And so I didn't know why. I didn't just didn't know why that wasn't happening. And I didn't know why I felt the way that I did. Mm. So it was one of the awesome clients. I'll give her a shout out. Good old Stacey. <laughs> she, she had been posting like, like some really inspirational things on her Facebook. And I was like, reached out, hey, like, what are you doing? You seem like you're having a really great time. Like, I'm loving all the content that you're sharing. And then she got me on to BU. And then I jumped on with you guys. And I think I did like most of my contact, first contact with, with yourself. Yes. And I was like, yeah, this guy's awesome. He's got a really good energy. He seems like he'd be a great mentor. And then luckily enough, you had one more spot open at yeah, that yeah. time. Because I remember you saying, oh, yeah, I'm pretty busy, like booked up. And then you rang me back and you were like, oh, turns out we've got one more spot. And I was like, oh, my God, it's meant to be. Like, this is this is where I'm supposed to go. So, yeah, from back then, took that journey as a client. And there were so many aha moments. I feel like you really pushed me. You really stretched me. And that really helped me to discover what things were actually holding me back and, like, expanded my perspectives. And I think overall I felt like a sense of relief. Like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm starting to bring these barriers down that I can see now were holding me back and making – not making me sorry, let me readjust that. Um, I was acting in the way that I was and feeling in the way that I was and looking at life the way that I was. Um, and I, that person back then was very disempowered. Um, you know, there were still moments where I shone really bright and I was like loving life. I was like, you know, on the highs, but then really low lows. Yep. And there was like no in between. So this real emotional volatility. Is yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And then that went on for a while. And I was like, this has really got to stop. Hey, like what, what, what can I do about this? So yeah, jumping onto BU and then like learning all the strategies and going through all the, the sessions I did with you really helped me, I guess, find my way back into balance like mm. you know there were there were always days where I was high and also low but I was more in that middle and that consistent up and down um flow yeah. so it wasn't so um over the top or really really low I found that nice peaceful harmony spot in the middle um so yeah I think back then um feeling the way that I did I can see so much transformation in myself feelings wise like thoughts awareness wise like mm. physically wise as well which is even better um from starting back there so you know that all happened and then obviously at the end you were um amazing enough to be like you know what we could really have a spot for you on our team and mm. I just felt like all the work I'd done with my emotions and like exploring all the blockages really led me to that opportunity um and so I think you know in the last year or the first year of my my um 
uh, joining the team with you guys, I felt like I was like on the cusp of like, am I going to commit to this? Mm. Am I going to go 100%? Because I've been a PT for so long. And so there was a bit of an identity clash there even, just like going into being a coach from being a PT for so long. Um, And I think at that time, I didn't even really realize it. There was like a push and a pull. But I was trying to spread myself across two different industries that require a ton of like energy output. Mm. Um, So looking back on that now, I can see exactly why I felt the way that I did. Um, And obviously learning all the strategies and tools that BU and yourself have offered me, it helped me. I think I came to that conclusion because of the work I'd Mm. done with you guys. And then at the end of the year, around Christmas time last year, I was like, oh, yeah, I see exactly like why that was happening, which is really mm. cool to, mm. to have. Well, it's that clarity that makes the difference, right? Because you mentioned it. So the start of your journey feeling lost and like something wasn't quite right, but we couldn't put our finger on what. And I think yeah, that's a really relatable yeah. experience. I think a lot of people are out there kind of going, something just doesn't feel right. It just feels off. Mm. But I can't really pinpoint what that is. Mm. And that makes it really hard to change. Yeah. Right? It's kind yeah, of like, 100%. do I just sit in this limbo of, you know, life's not terrible, but there's that voice in the back of my head going, I know I'm meant for more than this. I know I yeah. have more potential. I know there's more life to live, but I can't figure out what the blocks are. I can't figure out what's holding me back. Like there's just so much of a lack of clarity. Mm. And I think that's a really common thing. And it obviously leads to people then sort of overcorrecting and overchanging where they're like trying to do a thousand changes at once. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think in both cases, right, like you mentioned feeling that relief of starting to bring down some of those barricades and Mm. starting to move forward and Mm. saying, okay, I'm making progress here in my personal development. But that progress doesn't happen without that clarity first, right? Yeah, 100%. All that awareness is like 50% of the battle. Yes, exactly, exactly. And yeah, you you mentioned a few like great things there. Like I felt like I was doing meaningful work. Mm. And so I think, you know, being a PT, there were meaningful moments. Don't get me wrong. I loved everything. But now that I discovered what I have and I'm moving more into this this coaching realm, I just felt like there was more meaningful work and there was I was able to bring impact to people's lives. So I could see the changes that were happening as a result of working on myself, which is awesome. Love that. But yeah, I just felt more meaningful work and I'm like, cool, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to shine. I just it's a call to action. I just needed to own it and, and step up and step into it. What does that feel like? How do you know that? out of curiosity because it's really cool that you say that with confidence and you own that i think there'd be listeners going what's my indicator for that like what's my internal thing that goes you're on the right path yeah oh my god that's such a great question too like i I, it's definitely a gut instinct for Mm. me and that sits in my stomach um and it is like a nervous and an excited it's like oh should i do this but also i'm really excited to jump on board and just go and give myself the green light for this so it's that gut instinct and that good balance of nervousness and excitement that's what i had um and i was like okay well this is this is definitely where i'm supposed to be where i'm supposed to shine there's something in this for me um and it was very meaningful so yeah it, it was a gut instinct and it was like half excited excitement and half um, nervousness. So <laughs> yeah, which long-term listeners of the show might recognize is obviously what we call the green light the green at BU. Is, That's it. You know, if it's, if it's not, if there's no fear or nerves, we're not pushing our comfort zone. We're not going to grow. We're not going to learn. We're not going to upskill. Yeah. It's like, if you go to the gym and you know, you don't really break a sweat and your muscles don't hurt at all. It's like, have you really <laughs> improved at all? Like, have you pushed your body to improve? Oh. It's the same with us mentally and emotionally. Like, yeah. We kind of got to push that barrier a little bit, but we don't want to just overcorrect and just go into this fucking terrifies me. Mm. I'm not mm. remotely excited because it probably doesn't mean anything to you, right? That excitement comes from this aligns with me in some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and finding your authentic self, like just mm. peeling back all the layers over the last like three years, I've been able to find and connect 
and align my life in the way that I want it to be moving forward and who I want to be as a person, especially now being a mother, who I want to role model to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want her to feel free, 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 free in everything that she does, like with her thoughts, free from her thoughts, her feelings. And obviously we're human. We're designed to feel these things. That's all totally natural. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, in, at the end of the day, we get to live this life. Like why not jump in and have fun? Um, you know, if you have bad days, you have bad days. Don't be too hard on yourself. But I do want her to be able to find that freedom that I feel like I have found now from all of this work, um, which is so cool. I feel there are still moments where I get caught up, but I do have a sense of freedom in everything I do now, which is really cool. And I'm sure that might like, you know, dissolve a little bit as the natural ebbs and flows of life do. Um, but if I can help role model that to my daughter, Millie, like, mm. I just feel like that would just be amazing. And all the women in, in the, our generations, like present and future to come. Yeah. Um, and also obviously males too, <laughs> just all humans in general. Yeah. It is this sort of ripple effect of change that obviously we talk about, but also, you know, yeah. you mentioned with freedom and I think it's a nice thing to highlight for people is that idea of where you're like, look, I'm still going to have moments where I don't feel free. It's going to come and go. But mm. I don't know. I always reconfirm to some of our members. I'm like, Hey. I don't have my shit together all the time. Like I still have moments where I'm stressed or anxious or overwhelmed yes, or frustrated, yeah. but I'll be able to catch that and change that in maybe 30 minutes to an hour rather than it being three days. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's the freedom. <laughs> it's kind of like we can move through these things a little bit quicker, a little bit more effectively. We've got, yeah. you know, and sometimes it's still, I'll just reach out to my coach and go, Hey, I've just been hit at a wall with this. Like mm. I need a bit of help. I just need to bounce some ideas around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's such a good point too. Like, yeah. Um, just being able to navigate and I guess approach things um, and and dissolve them way quicker than I would have been in the past. So I probably would have been in a lot of suffering, like self-suffering back in the day, not knowing how to move myself away from things. So they didn't know what, why or how, which I feel I have now, which is really cool. So if I'm having a really stressful day, I'll let that be. I'll just lean into those stressful feelings, but they don't hang around for as long as they what they probably would have in the past, which is awesome. That's very empowering. Um, and I can get to a place of uh, peace and harmony quite quickly, which is awesome. And then it also for me as a coach now, it, that really, that kind of process really aligns with me because I know that I can do that then with my clients and I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Um, you know, first-hand experience makes it a lot easier as a coach to um, help coach your clients. So, mm. And um, yeah, so the whole journey has just been uh, a mind blown, like mind blower. Um, and I've loved every minute of it, even the sad days and the frustrated days and stressful days. And like you said before, even as a coach, we still, yeah, I still feel stressed. I still feel frustrated. I recognize and I accept and acknowledge all those feelings because like I said before, in the human, you know, do the best you can with what you have to work with on the day. Mm-hmm. And depending on the intensity of whatever situation and experience you're going through, um, just leaning into those things, letting those things be. And then at the end, just being like, you know what? I did my best that I could um, and that's okay to be frustrated and stressed and um, now I'm going to do xyz to get to more um, happiness and, and great gratitude which I love as well so yeah, yeah. yeah and you know what really excites me which is, the penny only just dropped for me actually I was just seeing and thinking I was like hang on this is quite interesting because I don't know of that many dynamics that we currently have doing this I'm really fascinated by in your journey in your life the generational impact of coaching and focusing on yourself and learning these things and upskilling as an individual, obviously in two ways. You mentioned before, obviously you're a mom now, and that's mm. been a huge change for mm. in the last 12 months and being able to impart these gifts and this wisdom onto your amazing daughter, Millie, and share that experience from an yeah. early age, which mm-hmm. is so moldable and shapeable. <laughs> but also, of course, your beautiful mother is a sophomore year member yes, here is. at BU. So we've got a three generation <laughs> impact here. 
talk to me about how working on yourself and learning these skill sets has shaped those relationships, both for you with your daughter, but also for mm. you with your mom. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. What a, another beautiful question. I'll start off with my daughter. Mm. So she's eight months old and I feel like everything I've done is allowing me to be a more conscious parent. Mm. Um, and also to help me um, just understand her better. And instead of my, I guess awareness that I might be projecting. Mm. So it's very easy to project and and don't get me wrong, I still do it. Again, I'm just I'm only human. <laughs> we all do the best we can. I do notice those times where I am projecting past um, experiences and belief systems, conditioning, whatever you want to call it, onto Millie. And I do reflect on that. I'm like, oh, okay, I see where that came from. I know that that's mine. It doesn't have to be her. Um, and then I can take a different approach. I feel the conscious parenting can change the whole um, future path for my mm -hmm. daughter where she doesn't have to struggle like with the things that I've struggled with in the past. Um, you know, and she's still going to have struggles. We naturally do. But at least she probably will have a bit more awareness, um, a bit more um, self-control of where she wants to go. Um, but I think for children... In my personal um, experience, just giving them choice and freedom mm. um, is something very empowering. So I'm trying to take that approach from what I've learned here in BU and obviously as a coach is like, cool, how can I help Millie make her own decisions? Yeah. How can I just let her feel what she's supposed to be feeling that's natural for a human being instead of saying, oh, you don't need to cry, like everything's okay. Um, just be strong, put on a brave face. I know where those kinds of conditionings have come from but I would love to empower her to know that those things are okay to feel. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability is a great thing to have. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a weakness. Um, it allows you to process, which all mm -hmm. human beings with their bodies were designed to process how they feel. It's just, you know, you cry and tears come out. Like mm -hmm. if we weren't meant to cry, we wouldn't have tears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in that way, I feel like my, my, my learning, yeah, will impact Millie in a way that it's more conscious parenting and allow her to make her own decisions in life and be the person that she wants to be, not who I expect her to be. Mm, I, I love that one. Expectations, yeah. yeah, can creep in there. And I do find that still happens a little bit now. And I just pull myself up like, no, that's an expectation. Um, it's not Millie's. She doesn't need to adopt that. I love that. <laughs> and in terms of my relationship with my mom, I absolutely love her. She's been my rock. I really credit her to um, the person I am today, mm. which is amazing. And I love her, have loved everything she's done for me. Um, and I feel like becoming more aware of, how I feel, why I say the things that I do, the thoughts I have, it allows me to navigate conversations with her um, much better. Mm. So I think naturally, like norm normally parents and their kids will have little clash heads, you know, like, hey, you put your washing away, natural things like that. <laughs> or you didn't do X, Y, Z, clean your bedroom up, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I feel like our conversations are just really meaningful now. Mm. Um, and we're both on on a same neutral level where we're just like observing life and we're like, isn't that interesting? Like how curious instead of myself personally feeling defensive. Like, oh, is this an attack on me? Like, you know, taking things personally, that kind of thing. We're really in a ground now where we can just talk about things like, oh, that's so funny that that happens. Or like, why do you do that? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm like, why do I do that? <laughs> um, so I feel for me, I don't I don't know if I can express it in, in the words I'm, I'm thinking in my head, but I just feel like there's a lot of freedom in what we speak about. And it's just observation. There's lots of curiosity. There's understanding and there's yeah. acceptance. Yep. Um, and I just feel that there's a lot of love when we have conversations Um now whereas before i think like i said before i was probably defensive or i would be over responsible too mm. and like like why is that happening and just like a bit reactive yeah. um so yeah hopefully that answers the question yeah but, well it's, yeah. It, there seems to be this common thread of 
And it's something I've noticed in my own journey as well, becoming increasingly more curious and compassionate towards people mm. rather than judgmental or over-responsible. And obviously for those listening, over-responsibility being sort of that knee-jerk reaction to jump in and solve people's problems for yes. them and help them and yeah. fix everything. And save them. Yeah. And yeah, that's actually, yeah, great, great word used before, compassionate. So mm. I feel like we both have a lot of compassion for each other now. And I probably fell into judgment in the past, like subconsciously and probably reflecting right now, probably a little bit here and there still. Mm. Um, but the awareness is there mm. um, and it's easy to flip that. But um, yeah, that self-compassion, 100%. If mum's mm. going through something, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally get it. Um, and I, I'm happy to turn into an empathetic ear as mm. opposed to being irresponsible for her and be like, why didn't this happen? Or having that, like you said, that reaction. So yeah, it's it's made our, our relationship so much more meaningful and mm. it always has been. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I think for me as the child in the relationship, mm. I feel like, wow, I get this. Like we're both on the same neutral level. I don't feel beneath or, you know, so, which is cool. Yeah, which makes it easier to, to navigate those changing roles and identities. Because obviously, mm. you know, for a big part of life, there is this dynamic of I'm the parent, you're the child. And yeah, that's a yeah. natural part of that dynamic. And then as we grow, we go through that shift where it starts to become more about just two human beings getting to understand each other. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I, yeah. I think this is the thing I love about personal development and well-being, and obviously everything we do here at BU is it's inevitably not just going to impact the person that we're working with. Mm. Like without a shadow of a doubt, it is going to have this positive ripple effect onto their close relationships, onto yeah. their family, onto their partners, onto their kids, because we naturally and kind of as a nice accidental byproduct of it become more understanding more empathetic more compassionate yeah. we're able to deepen these relationships in ways that sometimes that gives permission for the other person to start yeah improving themselves yes. like it's sort of you know we lead by example and that doesn't mean we're pushing them towards it right but no. just by we're creating space yes. for them to yeah. go huh like maybe there's some things here for me to work on for me to develop and it's like we all get to grow together mm. Yeah, and because of the work that I've done, which which you know influenced mum, um, I, mm. I feel like she could have seen uh, she was seeing how much improvement I had, mm. um, and so that encouraged her to jump on board with BU, and then now as a part of our our um, sophomore community which is really really cool and it's great because now we talk about the same things like oh yeah i'm being over responsible the other day i did this and like oh what do i value in life like we have the conversations because we're both learning the same things yep um and as a grandparent i feel like that's helped mum too to be a conscious grandparent mm. with millie um and so you know not only myself being conscious of parenting millie but um you know helping her as a grandparent to do the same too which mm. is really really cool um, it's just fascinating to watch it all unfold. <laughs> yeah. And so talk to me about the transition. So we've spoken about the transition into coaching and then we had this quite extended amount of time where then we went through another transition where it was like, we'll start to do this identity shift from being PT to being a coach. Mm -hmm. And then this massive mm -hmm. identity shift of I'm going to be a mom. And that's obviously a huge part of our identity. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so talk to me about the process of then going from that space and having quite a bit of time away from coaching mm. to then coming back in realistically only in the last month. Yeah. Right? yeah. So this is, we're hitting the ground running, <laughs> we're coming quick, but talk to me about sort of like some of the, the nerves, the fears, the, the self-talk that might've gone into that yeah. as well as some of those nice little moments that I know we've spoken about off mic before. Mm -hmm. Um, that helped you sort of step more fully into this role. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So I, I actually felt like 
it might have been so Millie's eight months now, so maybe like maybe five and a bit months into it. Um, I had time off, obviously, from both jobs, both PT and um, coaching, and I hadn't fully committed to letting go of the identity mm. of being a PT. But it got to a point where I was like, oh, I actually feel like there's something that I need to make a decision on. And I ended up making the decision to let go of my PT identity mm. um, and embrace being a coach like fully. And it was funny because I don't feel like I really don't feel like I had a massive identity shift from, say, for example, being a mum mm. and then coming in to be a coach. Mm. I felt a more of an impact from letting go of my PT identity. Yeah, yeah I, I, like to this day, to this moment right now, I don't feel like I've had any struggles or fears around my identity being a mum and coming mm. into this job being a coach. It was yes. more just letting go of that past self because it was all I ever knew. Yeah. Um, and it was all I had done for like 10 years of my life. <laughs> So once I let go of that and I made the decision like, no, I'm going to embrace coaching. This is where I shine. It's the green light. I was sort of tossing up like, how do I feel about coaching? How do I feel about PT? And all the feelings and thoughts and actions around um, the coaching were more um, empowering. Mm -hmm. They were more uh, felt more inspired and lit up by them as opposed mm -hmm. to the feelings I had with PT. Mm -hmm. So I let go of that identity and I just embraced wholly and solely the coaching. So like bringing the mum identity into it, I feel like was what's the word I'm after? Um, like it was a part of the puzzle that just fit in really nicely mm. um, to being a coach because I'm so lucky to work for a company like this that mm. allows so much flexibility, mm. is super understanding um, and I can work from home. Like that's amazing. I like get to do these things. So I felt like things just went the way they were supposed to go. Um, I didn't really have a lot of fears. Like I just felt like there was so much green light that I was just bit silly if I didn't make that decision mm. to like go with PT and just go solely into coaching um yeah so I guess like I don't know there, there wasn't anything that I struggled with um in that transition so and identity has been a thing I think I can thank my mom for this because we've had a lot of these conversations over the years but I don't attach myself to my identities yeah um I'm really aware that it's a label mm. and it's a hat at the end of the day yep. and I can take that hat off and I'm still a very worthy human regardless yes. of the hats and labels I have. Yeah. And I really thank my mum for that because that's something that we always spoke about that I can remember as far back as being a kid. Mm. Um, that she's like, you're more than just your thoughts, your feelings, you're more than the jobs you have, you're more than the qualifications you have, you're more than any of that combined. And she always said to me, like, at the end of the day, if the world was to fall to shit and your whole life came crashing down and all your paradigms and structures just, you know, no longer existed, would you be able to stand on your own two feet and know that you were confidently worthy of whatever you wanted? Mm -hmm. And so she was already having that conversation with me from a very young age yeah. um, based off her past experiences too. So I feel like identity for me has never been um, something that I've needed to struggle or work through. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very thankful for that. But I do sometimes find that because I have that awareness, maybe I don't jump in wholly and solely, yeah, you know, yeah. and invest 100%, which is what I chose to do now that I'm a coach. I was like, mm. you know what, I'm going to embrace this identity. It's who I want to be. It's what I want to love. And, you know, maybe I'll have an identity clash later on down mm. the road. But mm. for the time being, I'm very much aware that, yeah, the things I do um, don't always define me. But, mm. it's, but my self-worth is just who I am as a human being, just being a human on the earth. I'm worthy enough. I was born worthy, as we all are. I love that. Yeah. That's such a powerful take-home lesson for the listeners, right? It's like if we strip away all the labels and all the identities and all the hats, who is left and also embracing that who is left is worthy mm. of love and affection and acceptance and fulfillment as well. And, you know, living yeah. a life that really aligns with, you know, you as an individual for, for those listening at home, whatever shape that takes, whatever that looks like. 
think it's just coming back to the idea of literally what the company's called, right? Of just being you, right? Like just be you. Exactly. Um, and don't have to play the roles. It's such a powerful lesson. We're going to take a really quick break to hear from our sponsor of this season. And then we're going to come back and we're actually going to fling a surprise question on you oh, to awesome. finish the episode. So for those listening, stay tuned. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you will have no doubt heard the word monkey brew. And as much as we could tell you all about what the product is and why we love it, we think it's even more powerful for you to hear why this product exists in the first place. Because it's about so much more than just coffee. And so you can connect with that and understand the vision and the impact that this brand is making, we've actually invited the founder, Dan, into the studio to share with you the ethos, the vision, the mission of Monkey Brew Coffee. Monkey Brew is all about helping people enjoy delicious, specially roasted coffee at home while helping the environment. And the way we help the environment is by planting one tree for every kilo of coffee we sell. And I know that you've got a pretty ambitious goal for how many trees you actually want to plant. Tell us more about that. That's right. We, we aim to plant 100,000 trees by 2025. I love that. And if people want to get involved with that and play their part in it and have basically a role in those trees being planted, how can they best do that? Head to monkeybrew.org and use the code BUPODCAST at checkout to receive $5 off our sample pack. You heard it first here, people. You get a chance to not only start your day in the right way, but to know that you've had an impact on the world at the same time. Make sure you head across and become part of the movement with Monkey Brew. Okie dokie. So for this uh, season of the show... We've been doing a lot more in-person interviews. We've had people in our brand new BU HQ yeah. space. Uh, and we've sort of been finishing off the the interviews in the episode with a bit of a your choice in terms of category mm. for final question. Yeah. So your choices are actually all on the wall behind you. So you okay. can either choose your impact as a choice, yeah. your team as a choice, uh, or your vision, mission, and values as a choice. Which one's okay. speaking to you the most? Probably values. I, as soon as mm. you said values, I, was, I very much aligned with it. And I was like, ooh, gut instincts. So, mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with values. Perfect. So talk to me about the values that you feel have helped guide you mm. through this journey that is personal development and well-being, through this journey that is learning more about yourself and upskilling, this journey that is not only improving your life, but as we've spoken about throughout this episode, help shape the people around you as well and make a difference there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, that's such an awesome question again. So many great questions. Um, so well, the first one that came to my mind is gratitude. I really value gratitude. Um, I feel like uh, even from back in the PT days, something that I really wanted to help people have was, was gratitude. Mm. Um, and the reason being is that I think most of the clients I worked with in the past, they were very hard on themselves and they're like, oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I was like, yeah, but what did you do? Like, what did you do? What did go well? What could you be grateful for? And then it was just an area I think not a lot of us think about, like at least in my personal experience with those particular um, people. And so for me, um, I do the same thing for myself. I'm like, okay, if I'm being hard on myself, you know, um, what things did I do really well that I could be grateful for? Uh, and gratitude just makes me feel really good. And they do say, I can't remember who quotes it, but it's in a moment of gratitude, the opposite cannot exist. Mm. Um, so it's a very fulfilling um, 
uh, value to have. Mm. And I feel like that helps me make decisions now and also in the future um, because if I am afraid to make a decision or if I've been hard on myself, I didn't live up to someone's expectations, I can always bring myself back to, well, what did I do well and what could I be grateful for? Mm. And then that's like, cool, okay, great. Let's just continue moving forward and just keep working on that and look at the things you did do good, but then also look at the things that you could improve on. Um, so it helped me put like a bit of a very positive and empowering spin on the things that I could be working on. Um, but gratitude, yeah, I think everybody probably knows it gets flogged all the time. Like it's probably overused, but gratitude is like one thing I really, really um, value. And so I align my life a lot with what I, I'm grateful for or what I could be grateful for that I'm not looking for. Um, so that's one. Um, and beauty and excellence. So just looking at the life, just looking at life with how beautiful things are, whether it is, um, literally nature outside like water trees nature all that kind of stuff I'm like man like this is so beautiful we live on this amazing planet with all these things that help us breathe and like live our life like that's just insane like we should all not should sorry we are uh, I'm so grateful to be here so that yeah. leads into the gratitude value as well and not just looking at that uh, nature with beauty and excellence, but people, like the skills that they have, mm -hmm. like yourself, you know, you're so great at what you do. And I really admire that. I'm like, that is so beautiful. Um, every time someone steps into something that's the unknown to them, I find that so beautiful. Anytime someone's willing to step into who they want to be, that's so beautiful. Um, a cup could be beautiful. Like <laughs> just all those little things like that. I just try to find beauty and excellence everywhere I go. Um, you know, like with Nate, he's like, for me, coming back into this this um, role with, with um, the BU company, I just feel like he's really embodied his his role here. Mm. And I find that so beautiful. And he's really embracing his uniqueness. And I find that so beautiful. Mm. And then I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful to work with these people. I'm so grateful that I'm attracting these types of people into my life. Um, so those two really feed into each other. Um, and then... Yeah, my other values, like there's probably so many, um, like transcendence and wisdom, intuition, those kinds mm. of values too. Anytime someone's willing to um, be reflective on themselves. So I do that all the time. I, I look at what I have done in the past, what's worked well, what hasn't, and then, you know, make the decision to work forward. So just having that self-awareness. So yeah, I value those kinds of things. Yeah, probably not sure where else to go with this question, but... <laughs> I mean, those ones are quite... They're beautiful as well, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... There's something really nice about someone sharing what matters to them in yeah. life. It, it's almost like they're, you know, the DNA of that, that, that person can be seen in their values and, yes. and what they really yeah. place a lot of value on. Yeah. Um, and I can see those shining through you really nicely. And I, I'm really grateful for you coming in today and um you know sharing some of your story and, and being part of yeah. this and you know using this as a platform to let your light shine and, and to continue that ripple effect because i know i've obviously seen it firsthand through the amazing work that you're doing with our members um as a coach here at bu but then oh, to spread awesome. it to a wider audience <laughs> um to those listening as well yeah is, is such a beautiful thing and actually on a quick little note on that for those who are listening who are really resonating with this uh, I think it's quite exciting to announce that you're decided to step up again at BU and open up some more space and slots to work one-on-one -on -one with people. Yes, yes. So stepping up into that support coach role here and just taking on some mastery clients. So just, you know, having the opportunity, I, I feel, for a one-hour session, 45 to one-hour session, mm. where you can really do a deep dive. I feel like that's where a lot of that um, self-exploration comes from. And like a lot of change can really come as a result of doing that too. Um, and I love having deep and meaningfuls. I'm all about yeah, the yeah. deep and meaningfuls in life, like authenticity, like being genuine, just like diving deep and just being raw and vulnerable. 
uh, vulnerability, another, mm -hmm. another value of mine, um, is really beneficial. And anyone who's willing to step into that, you know, mm -hmm. it can be confronting doing self-development work and, and exploring your own depths of your mind and your paradigms. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, diving into that is really, really impactful. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And so for those who are listening, who's feeling like maybe it's a bit of a green light for them, if you're listening, you know, it's a little bit equally <laughs> scary and exciting. But something feels right here. Maybe you feel particularly connected to myself or to Jess. The good news is no matter which program you go on, you learn from all of us. So you get to learn from all our perspectives. Yes, and then you'll have your home team coach who's your main one-on-one -on -one coach that you'll go to. And the exciting thing is Jess has some availabilities in her team to work with you. So if you are feeling that gut instinct, you know, green light, equally scary and exciting, this feels like the right move, make sure you flick us a message. Either email us at grow at bucoaching.org or flick us a message through our Facebook or Instagram or go to the website. There are so many ways to get in touch with us. Or if you want to connect directly with Jess, you can do that too. How can they best do that? Yeah, yeah. So you can reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram or even through the BU website. I'm on there as well. Um, so yeah, on Facebook, I'm Jess Busa. Same for Instagram. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you again for coming in this morning. I really do appreciate oh, it. Oh, thanks so much. And thanks for having this space. And just like that, we have reached the end of yet another episode. Again, one with so many powerful takeaways uh, and, and nice little key lessons in there. I do hope that the uh, heavens opening up and the storm that came outside about halfway through the interview didn't disrupt your listening too much because there were so many key little gems and takeaways. I really want to make sure that you got all the value out of this episode that you could. Now, if it did resonate with you, if you're sitting there going, wow, this really spoke to me, I connected with this story, like this really meant something to me, then chances are you could be a really good fit for joining Jess's team here at BU and working with her one-on-one. -on -one. So as we mentioned in the episode, not only do you get to work with Jess when you join our program, you get to work with all of our coaches and learn from all of our background and skill sets and expertise whilst having that home team coach that you go back to for your one-on-ones, who's there to support you, who's there to keep you accountable, and who's there to point the way along your personal development and well-being journey as well. Now, you could try and do personal development and well-being on your own or just by listening to podcasts and books. And don't get me wrong, it's a great place to start, but it's not the most effective and efficient route there. Sometimes it's really hard for us to see things that are in our blind spots. And sometimes we get stuck in our own heads, which is why after doing this for eight years, I still to this day have a coach who's there to just point out things that I can't see, to give me new tips and tools and strategies that I haven't yet learned. And of course, to keep me accountable on making sure I'm implementing and following through on change. Now, if you like the idea of that and you want to make sure you're surrounded by the right team of people and you're getting access to the right tools and techniques to help you thrive, then make sure you reach out to us. You can either uh, send us an email at uh, grow at bucoaching.org. You can message us on any of our social media channels, or of course, you can go to the website and download a free copy of our coaching info kit, which will answer a bunch of your questions and give you more information about what our coaching program and process looks like. But until the next time we talk, as always, I'll encourage you to make an impact, start with self, and be you. Thank you.